Trainer. Yo, yo, this is Justin, Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. We got Heather. Hi. We have Dan. What's up? We have Luke. We have mm. Michael. We have Callum. We have Ashton. We have five seconds of summer. Oh, yeah. Band yeah. back together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello, hello. Welcome. What's up? Thanks for having us. Hey, <laughs> thanks for doing this. What's up? Uh, Want You Back is the new single. Yes. Congratulations. Thank, Thank you. Thank Complete you new sound, right? Yes. I, I think. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was just like a natural progression for us. Had to, had to do something different, and I think we went back and tried to make a... Uh, Bit more piano added. Everyone started playing a bit piano, getting mm-hmm. sick of guitars, you know. And uh, yeah, I think it was just evolving, but keeping, staying true to our roots, but then making something that we were comfortable playing in our twenties. Why is it important for you to evolve at this point? Because you guys, I mean, it's crazy to say this, but you still are new as a band. I mean, not too too new because mm. you started two thousand eleven, but it's still, I mean, in a lifespan of a, a band that could be around forever, like you guys, you're really still still at the beginning. Yeah, I mean, we're all, you know, we're st- like just early 20s now. And, um, you know, we've got, we've still got a long time to go, I think, and we've still got, like, more evolving to do. But um, I think with each record you put out, you should try and make sure that you change and nothing stays, like, stagnant and boring. And I think, you know, we're trying to adapt to to um, where music is at right now, and I think that's, like, what, you know, what you back does really well as well. Before you go into the studio to create this next, you know, chapter in your journey, do you study what else is out there? Do you see what else is streaming and what's being played on the radio? There's different people in the band that have different kind of approaches towards evolving. Um, whereas for me, I always go back in time because uh, music repeats itself just in yeah. certain types of ways, especially songwriting wise. Um, so I was looking for, you know, even concept wise I go back in time to like the 50s etc um, but then you know Michael's good at paying attention to where stuff's at at the moment um, and that's why it's a collaborative process in a band I mean you need guys who pay attention to different things and guys who respect different parts of music that you don't necessarily uh, at the same level yeah you guys are all musical people you all lend vocals to the records and to the live performances right yeah yeah Uh, your story is it really fascinates me because i I was making radio around the time that you guys were forming back in 2011 you were making youtube videos it started the three of you Mm -hmm. right i I was watching We we were awful (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I watched a lot of like your first videos like when you were first naming the band oh god it was <laughs> five seconds summer was an original it wasn't five seconds of summer you, you know what it was actually it probably was that at some point but before that it was even worse names like I think everyone had a band called stuck in reverse and it was that for a while <laughs> I was in that band but it was a different band <laughs> yeah um yeah I, sorry I had to watch that but uh <laughs> no but, our apologies we apologize deeply yeah but I did my own version of those types of YouTube videos 11 years ago, right? That kind Mm. of laid groundwork for where I'm at today. And I think that's the coolest part about our generation is that we had this stuff at our fingertips that really we could build whatever we wanted out of it. Whatever we wanted and whatever our dreams were and whatever we wanted our lives to be, we could make it that because we had the internet. We had the public. Literally, I mean, just, you know, a few clicks away, literally. Mm. Whose idea was it to go to YouTube? Um, I, I, I posted a few on my own when I was like 14 or something. And there was like, it wasn't anything 
big. And then I remember Michael came up to me and was like, we, were, we went to the same school. Mm-hmm. And Michael was like, hey, man, like, why don't we do a video together? I was capitalizing at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a businessman. I was like, yeah, whatever. So, um, and then Michael was friends. I was friends with Cal too, but not really as much. So yeah, kind of Michael was friends look. with... <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> Cal hated me. Do. And uh, Michael <laughs> was friends with Cal. And he was like, yeah, I got this friend Cal. Maybe he can come do something as well. And that's kind of how that started. I don't know. And then Michael just named the band Five Seconds of Summer. I don't know. It was kind of weird. It wasn't like a we're, we're starting a band and we're going to go tour and stuff. It was more like let's just go like play some stuff and see what happens. I, I mean, the, the only reason that the band even had a name is because we wanted to put stuff up and we couldn't just put it up without a name. Yeah. You know what I mean? You need a YouTube channel name. Yeah. Which I don't think we changed until like last year. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, but then Ashton came in and kind of was like, you guys have like something cool we could make something cool uh and kind of like dadded us and like made everything kind of happen i was the record label before the record label. <laughs> yeah because we were just like hang- i was like a couple years older it was like uh, <laughs> i don't know we were just like messing about you guys back. are gonna be stars <laughs> <laughs> i see a big future for you <laughs> what, we, what we got here we got a rock band with a with a pop vocalist all right <laughs> I can work this. How, how'd you all, how'd you come into the picture? How'd you meet? Um, That's a good one. I was on a similar path to Luke, except I was uh, incredibly unpopular on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I uploaded covers for a long time. I was in the multi-platinum selling band Swallow the Goldfish. Wow. And we were killing it, honestly. Um, we were playing, 50 you know, bucks a show. Yeah. Small no, we were getting. Well, you know, we were getting up to two, 220 a show. That's good, actually. And, you know, so I'm out here making bank, and I think... <laughs> I, I, I think... I think I could really contribute to this other band, uh, but I'm just not getting enough views for anyone to take me seriously. So one day, Michael Clifford messages me because he's he's heard of my drumming greatness uh, in the district, local legend. Word has spread, yeah. Word has spread that this guy is like he's blowing everyone out swallow of the water. Swallow the goldfish, um, and swallow the goldfish was going on hiatus uh, because my guitarist was he he was more concerned with building air conditioning units. That's um, called that's called fate, and I. Said, said, please don't give up on me, but he did. Um, it's all good. Uh, so, yeah, I joined the band, came in, a very intense, visionary type person. So that's where, where I I came into play with Five Seconds of Summer. Wow. That sounded like a lie. <laughs> that's actually what happened. That's exactly yeah. what happened. Wow. Michael wrote out, like, a Facebook message. Um, he, he oversold it by a mile, too. <laughs> he said, hey, man, hey man you want to come and play to 250 people sold oh, out? Wait, it's going to be freaking huge. <laughs> 12 people that turned up. We were off show, though. It could have been 250. That's funny. Though. We haven't cause we haven't said that story since, like, the last interview we had or even. So I, mm. I forgot. I forgot about that story. Like ten years. We don't just sit around talking about <laughs> the first time we met. So it's funny. But but like you, it takes that type of attitude, right? This idea of like, you know, we're playing to two hundred fifty people. We're gonna be something. You gotta kind of put it out there. Totally. For it to be, I mean, y- you can make all this music, then wallow and be like, oh, you know, two people showed up, and yeah. this is where we're at. And that's yeah. and that's the thing with us is we've always like told people what we want to be. You know, like I remember when we were like in like we'd been a band for like six months or whatever and we were going into meetings with like managers and record label people and we were being like we're gonna be the biggest band in the world and they're like I don't I don't know about that <laughs> have you seen your acne I mean <laughs> my 
skin. I'm oh, sorry about that. Okay. How old are you? Like the bane of my existence. <laughs> so you and this 12 year old are gonna be the biggest bane of them. Um, but it's been a funny journey. That's this little little bumps in the road, obviously. But we've always kind of uh, spearheaded the the dream overall, and, and yeah, definitely mm-hmm. attempted to execute the big talk that we have. What was the motivation behind continuing to perform and continuing to post, even if your performances were in front of 25 people? You know, what what was that motivation for you guys to keep going? It's a, it's a, I've always um, spoken about five seconds of summer um, as kind of escapists or you know, it's the whole thing's escapism. Like we, yeah. we were, we didn't want to be where we were. We wanted to change our lives, and we did. That's just how it worked. Um, and our main focus always was live show and songwriting, and and being as good as people we looked up to at the time. Like you know, we were looking up to rock bands, um, as you do when you're a young musician. Um, and yeah, that's where that's where the motivation came from. And 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 when kind of escapism proves itself to work, <laughs> you kind of just stay there. You stay there and you keep pursuing something that that was unattainable, but now it, you've attained it, and you just chase it down. It's it's addictive. Does that motivation remain the same today? Yeah, mm-hmm. I th- I think when especially after we did because we toured for like four five years straight, like after the first and second album, and then we finished the tour in 2016, like October in Australia. And we were like, we had like a month or two off and then we went back in the studio at like the start of 2017 to make an album. And we were just like, like there was, it was the most, it was weird. It was the most motivation that I've had personally. I think all of us have had to make something like, it's had to be the greatest thing that we'd ever done. Yeah. Like it was pushing ourselves every day. It was really like it was, 2017 was a not a fun year. Oh, it was a train wreck for us. (laughs) So Really? It was just like... Because like, we didn't get Want You Back. Um, not that that's like the be-all, end-all song. But, um, it, is, it is the first single. But like we didn't get that song until, I don't know, like August or something. So we're like writing for all that time. Like so, so many things got uh, thrown out, like personal issues and like all that kind of thing. And it took a long time to finally get like a vision and have all the kind of songs line up. It took a while to get there. So it was like a bit worrying for a while when you're like, oh my God, we're, what's going to happen? <laughs> we're like a band with no songs right now. <laughs> And you've been doing it, you know, nine months at that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What is the room like when you guys are writing? Do you, does it start with one story that somebody comes with, one one focus, and then everybody um, adds? When when you're a songwriter, your songs are gifts in my head, and you and you receive them in different ways. Everyone's different. Everyone's mind works different, but. I know for for me, um, I just hear the chords in the song in general at, all at once. It all comes together in my head, and I try articulate it to the band because there's different kind of uh, musical parts that need to be you know played with each band member's personality. So we put that together. But everyone hears a new song differently. It's it's comes in comes in different different mm. ways. But you're coming with chords, so you're not coming with lyrics, right? Yes, yeah, lyrics. It's, well, what I'm saying is, I like in my head, I will hear a fully formed chorus or song or oh, something, wow. and then and then you know try articulate it to 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 make the song. Yeah, mm, kind of depends on the day. Like sometimes you just come in uh, with like a, something that you need that you want or need to write about <laughs> concept or lyrical wise, and then sometimes it's like chords or a melody. So it kind of depends. But mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. Does it, everybody have their role in the room? Uh, not necessarily, but everyone has their strengths and weaknesses. And having written with these guys for, I don't know, six, seven years, um, we kind of know the roles we play. Um, 
So, for example, if I'm struggling with a lyric, Ashton's really good with lyrics, so I'll, I'll be like, can you take this away for 10 minutes and yeah. work your magic? Or, like, as well, like, um, as a collaborative experience, I know that I wrote best um, or fastest as well if Callum's playing piano. Um, and I go in and it's just me and him for a second, or I know I write best with Luke on guitar. Um, and it's just like little things like that. It's, and, and I know I write best when my idea kind of doesn't, when Michael doesn't like my idea, <laughs> I fight for him to like my idea. And then it turns out great, which is the weirdest, like you find out these little things that, you know, are yeah. work best songwriting wise. Isn't it special to have a group of people that you creatively feel free around and safe around? Yeah. I'm assuming that that yeah. is the totally. energy between the four of you. Totally. Yeah, it's great to be able to have a, an idea and then someone be able to tell you that it's not good. <laughs> and Or it's good, obviously. but like Because sometimes you come into like a big songwriter and you don't want to show them some things sometimes, especially yeah. when we were younger. But with these guys, it's like he, they can just be like, oh, I don't really like that. And you'd be like, oh, okay, cool. Then you make something else. So it's like a sa- like you said, like a safe safe place yeah and it's also like yeah it's also like because we've known each other for so long like there's no like like we don't get offended by anything anymore you know Mm -hmm. because i think it's just like we understand that there's nothing personal about not liking this part of a song or whatever you know what i mean it's just like we don't think that that's good and then it's like okay let's figure out how we can all like it you know what i mean so Mm. who wrote want you back and like what's the story behind the new single Want, want you back? Um, we wrote with a guy called Jay Cash. You might have heard of. Mm-hmm. Another, um, wrote all the Megan Trainer stuff. Uh, all about that bass originally. Well, I guess yeah. that's, that's not what I know him well, for. Well, that's where but, I know him. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, I guess he must have as well. Yeah, yeah but, sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we did it with a friend called Andrew Goldstein and uh, a lady named Asia Whitaker, who had I think was on Starving or something by Haley cool. Steinfeld. Okay. Oh, but a lot of great songwriters and a friend of ours, and it just started on the. Uh, <clears throat> And the piano, like with those chords that start, I don't know if you guys have heard it, mm-hmm. but yeah, <laughs> but that started with the piano chords and just that, just that um, kind of rambling in the in the first verse and it kind of turned into a melody, like, yeah. the, I don't know, it started like that. The, chorus, just, the chorus is interesting because um, there's a story that uh, two friends of ours, they, they were really struggling for a single. Um, and they said, you know, we'd never done a falsetto chorus before, which is like head voice, which yeah. is what you hear and want you back. Um, and it's just this one little tricky thing that you can default to and try to do something that you, your band just doesn't usually do. And that's where the whole chorus came from melodically, mm. um, which was which was cool. And it, and it worked this time. So it's our first single, obviously. But it's, um, it's an interesting little process. I mean, mm. it, it, it's obviously telling a story. You're talking to an ex that you want back, right? I mean, you're, you're or somebody yeah. in your life. Yeah. It could be anybody. Yeah. And it's, it's like the contrast between the verse of like being, like I was saying, like the rambling and the kind of the like being stuck in your head about it. And then the chorus kind of opens up with the, you know, the whole yeah. the falsetto thing. I was saying yesterday, the song kind of, for me, feels like the frustration of the first time you fall in love, like real love. And it kind of determines... Uh, where you go in your relationships for the rest of your life. It's kind of like the taste maker for your relationships in the future. Mm. And I think the chorus is the frustration of not finding that again. Um, the and thing you the thing you had first that was so special, mm. you know, it's not the actual person. It's like the feeling of, yeah, I, f- I feel like there's so many different ways to kind of look at, like for me, when I listen to that song, it means so many different things. Um, so, it could also be like the acceptance of the start of a new chapter as well yeah. um, and not being in denial that everything's over but being like, all right, 
this is what we had yeah. and I'm grateful for it but now it's time to move on yeah why'd you guys choose this to be the first single that you released uh, musically it allows people to gently go towards our new sound okay um, which is cool like we were trying to be not well smart about it like mm -hmm. we don't want to release something that's a thousand feet away from what we used to do I think the song uh, feels really appropriate for introducing everyone to our new album mm. Gotta ease people in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Ashton, as the drummer, it doesn't seem like the drums are as heavy on this as they used to be. No, which is cool. Yeah, you, you like you that. Know, yeah. But the groove is stankier. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like that. I think, I think the most important thing on this album is us growing as musicians. Is We're always serving the song. It's never... It's never because it's not because of angst or teenage angst anymore, which which <laughs> which, which which our second record was. We were pissed off that people didn't think we could play our instruments, so we released basically a progressive rock album. <laughs> uh, which, Showed them, yeah. Which oh yeah, I guess some people were just like, oh, I like the first stuff better actually. Um, Whatever. But we love that second album. It's just. This is a natural progression for us, and it feels right. Uh, how would you describe that next sound step? I mean, it's focusing on being smart about the guitars, and and uh, it's it's more of um, a growth songwriting wise, um, mm. and and what we've learned and where we can take the lessons, you know, in future music that we make. Um, we've used so many um, other kind of inspirations uh, musically on this record that we haven't had a chance to do yet I and mean, they didn't suit us before but now they do got it which is cool mm. are, are you nervous about the new sound though since you have such a massive fan base from what you've done in the past um I I don't know it's hard to answer I'm not I'm I'm not anymore because we've sat in the songs for so long and I've played them to so many people um but I'm so, like we're all so proud of it so I don't I don't uh I don't no, I'm not nervous at all. I think no. it's all I think it's all pretty great. So <laughs> I, th I think it's okay. I was like, I mean, I don't know. Are you guys nervous? It's the type of thing where you got to just stand and look people in the eye and say, "Yeah, I love this. Shit. This is nice. what I love." Mm -hmm. I like the confidence. And that's, but, but it has to yeah. be that. Otherwise, people will walk over the top of you with music like, "This is what we made. It took us 2 years." And we're gonna stand behind it. So, but you also have legions of fans who want you. To, they want to be with you through life. And your music, like you said, the last album was teenage angst. Mm -hmm. Your music reflects where you're at in that moment in life. Totally. And yeah. they yeah. love you. Uh -huh. And because they like you, they like your music. And I think, like you said, if there's confidence about it, and this is your work, and it's attached to you, it's a part of you. Yeah. People are going to appreciate it and respect it. Yeah. I think. I think. Oh, sorry. Um, I think, you know, we've kind of grown up with our fan base as well. Yeah. Like when we when we released our first album, we were like 17 or 18. And then I think, you know, people saw our kind of personalities and lives kind of change. And that was where the second record was born from. And I think now all of our fans have, have gotten older and so have we. Um, and, you know, I think it's kind of like, maturing in a way but without like maturing yeah, yeah. I, yeah I also wouldn't see this record as what we left behind i would see it as where the two records took us to that's what it is yeah. it's mm -hmm. not it's not like we're not flipping like we're not purposely changing it's just where we are yeah what's been the biggest musical challenge for your, each of you since this journey began because you've pushed yourself as musicians like i, I i'm sure you've accomplished things that you you might still think to yourself holy 
I did that, you know, yeah. I pushed myself there. We worked with a producer called John Feldman for most of our career. Um, and he, we, the bond we had with him musically, like making two albums with someone, um, is unbreakable. It lasts forever. Yeah. But it's also, I felt as though it was a, an apprenticeship period with John. Um, and we were learning how to how to be songwriters, producers, you know, performers on, you know, you know, in our own kind of respect um so i said to the band well we spoke about it and we, we needed to walk away and accomplish this on our own this time we needed to find someone or new people to work with we needed to push ourselves so we can become individually self-sufficient songwriting wise uh like in production wise like you know and, and as individual artists yeah. we need to learn about each other and see what we can actually accomplish without um kind of a father figure it's a safety net. Guiding the band, yeah. yeah. Mm. So that was the most scary thing about walking away from someone who kind of helped direct the vision. We walked away from that, came up with the vision ourselves, and, and ran with it. And we had a lot of fa a lot of failure um, in the first kind of year of writing this album, which was frustrating. But it led us to the place we're at now, which is, I think, uh, the best thing we've kind of ever done. You need that mm. failure. Yeah. yeah. What was... Boy. I mean, you, you, you talk about the last year writing this album as a tough one. I mean... Yeah. How tough did it really get? Well, well it was such a, um, it was such a, a different, different to anything. Cause since since I was like fifteen and the boys were sixteen or whatever, so I don't know what it was. 16. I was forty eight. <laughs> was forty eight. Like great. since then, we've just we've just been touring, like in a bus, in a hotel, or living together in a house, wherever it may be. So it was just a, it was a different year. We all kind of had our own places, and it was like, I don't know. It was almost. It was like too quiet or something it was like being like kind of spat out at the end of this uh end of these two albums and the two tours and kind of just being like okay yeah well this is this is like normal life now and having to make an album under those uh circumstances was the yeah. best and the hardest thing well the craziest part is like picture being wherever you were at 17 years old picked up like swung around the world six Dude. times mm -hmm. and then like i'm nearly 24 now which is Insane. Oh, you're so old. Yeah, yeah. No, if you picture like where, where, who teaches you how to be? Nobody does. Uh, no, yeah. no. You have to learn as you mm. go. Yeah. So we yeah. worked it out in a really, really weird circumstance. And, and, and the four of you probably become stronger in those through those years than anything else. Yeah. Right. Really. You rely on. I mean, were you relying on your families? Do you, did your families go on tour with you? I mean, what, what is that relationship like? Because you're right. You did two global. Stadium tours, arena shows. Well, you did seven shows in your hometown. If you picture it like this, like, sold out. I think if you picture it like this, we did. We did One Direction's first big tour. We did their second big tour, and they're not even a band anymore. And we're still going. Yeah. Like yeah. we then we did out two massive tours, and then it's just been like, it's it's touring at that kind of velocity when you're that age is gonna mature you real quick. It's also going to make you smart about the music you want to make in the future, and I think that's where the the musical kind of wisdom and influence comes from. Do you remember? Do you remember your first arena show? Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It was we opened for One uh, uh, D at the O2. They had it was it was like ridiculous. We didn't like we knew they were big, but like walking into that, they were playing like ten O twos or something, which is like a massive arena. It's like playing this like Staples Center. Yeah, 
which um, collectively yeah. is like 300 something thousand people which is and they'll play matinees like one at lunchtime and then one at dinner <laughs> it was just like this is like which ridiculous is unreal yeah, it was crazy I, ju- I just remember like right before we went on stage we were like we played it pretty cool before we went on stage we're like yeah we got this like no worries like <laughs> high fives been like high fives so all around we're like we're good we get on stage and i think it was like one of the only shows where We've just got on stage and like none of us moved. We just like <laughs> stood there and just played the set. And then afterwards, we were like, "All right, that's done." And then, and then it was we got like, nine more to go. Yeah, and then it was just like, "Let's figure out how to make it good." Yeah. I, I, who was that first person that said, "Hey, you should get a. You need to be bigger." Or, or literally plucked you out of obscurity. Who was it? Really, Ashton. <laughs> yeah. I, well, for real, Ashton was probably the first one that actually was. Well, like, I'm just a crazy person. I think. <laughs> I think. You know when when um, I you have a feeling and you got to trust your intuition with things. And I, I felt when I met these guys that we, we should give everything up and do this. And it, I don't know why. And we don't know why we just felt like that. It's just this thing that we felt and we hunted and we chased it down and we, and it led us to here, you know, would you say Louis Tomlinson changed your life with that tweet? <laughs> uh, there was a lot of, there was a lot of conversation, uh, before? After that, no. After. after that, it's it's yeah. I d- he definitely did, but they they didn't change our lives in like the sense that they shared um, a stage with us. Yeah. They changed our lives in the sense that they gave us a chance to learn lessons that would you know make us the best band we could be. Um, yeah. And it's 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 what you do with the opportunity. It's not like you know how it's given to you. It's like yeah. Right. I think you know if we would have got up there and played with them for that tour and we would have been like the crappiest man in the entire world then nothing would have changed for us you know what i mean and i think it was like our ambition that drove us to be good and and you know like playing alongside them who every night we would watch them play to like crowds of twenty thousand people and it was like all right how do we get to that point yeah because you know? yeah i remember after before every sorry before every show ashton would always go to me ashton thinking back ashton is a crazy person because ashton would go <laughs> We're gonna play it next year, and it was, and I was like, okay, I I believe you, but I'm like, you know, a little bit whatever about it. I'm skeptical, Ash. <laughs> I'm skeptical, Ash. And then we did. We played two of them, not eleven of them, but we played two of them. <laughs> it's pretty good. How do you measure success now that you have those types of accolades under your belt? It's it's very first person. It's like a handshake, <laughs> and when someone looks you in the eye and they just say, "Love it." That's mm. it. That's all. It doesn't matter what anyone says elsewhere. Like, just as long as people right in front of me are feeling what we're doing. And, and you know, I, I really like looking from the drums. I look forward and I look at Luke singing these songs. And I look to my right and there's Michael and Calum. And the thing I'm most proud of is how we can still be together and, and, and still be hungry for what, what we haven't achieved yet. Yeah. Mm. Why was it important for you guys to, like, rebrand and change the logo and update that? Um, I, th- I didn't. I think just, it was. Yeah. It's just all new. Like we just want everything to be fresh, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, you know, people wouldn't want to see us do the same crap over and over again, you know. So mm-hmm. I think, and I think with the music kind of having an evolution, I think it's time for our visuals to have an evolution as well. Yeah, I wanted it to be simple and easy to kind of to. It's much sleeker and simpler yeah, than the old one. Just mm. like easy to digest, like with the music being different and us even looking a little like a little bit older and like different, like kind of dressing a bit different. I think it was just important to have everything kind of 
I don't know, sleek and just be like yeah. easy to follow <laughs> as well. It needed to feel comfortable for us too. Like we need to feel great about what we're doing. Yeah. Um, so that's why everything's kind of it has a new aesthetic to it. So whose face is that on the new artwork? That's Luke's. Single? That's your face. I saw a lot of people trying to figure out. They're like, is it half someone, half someone else? <laughs> it was yeah. it's <laughs> how, how are you the chosen one? Um, we went through a bunch actually. And I know I got vetoed. <laughs> <laughs> For, about, for yeah. about a week, my yeah. face was on the cover. And I text, I text my mom. I'm like, I'm like pretty stoked. Like my my nose and my eye is on the cover. Like, Look out, I'm coming for you. And then and then Matt himself, our manager goes, Yeah, man, I just think it's more because Luke's singing in this song. I think like wow. he should be on. The- oh, I'm like okay. There was one that was actually just Ashton's crutch. Like, he had pants on, but like it was Ashton's crutch as well. That was yeah. going to be it. We, cre- we recreated a Rolling Stones cover, um, which you can see on our Spotify as like our influences uh, artwork. Uh, but yeah, it was that for was my, the, the Want You Back artwork was my crutch for a minute. Hot. <laughs> so I listened to that Spotify influence playlist, and it seems like a lot of the songs are very like dark and have like this mysterious sound to them. Yeah. What, what does that say about the new music? I, I think it most, pretty much, like the whole thing with this album, it feels like it's very dark and light, like melancholy. Like mm-hmm. um, even this song, for example, is quite, like in the chorus, is quite upbeat and. Um, so on but like all the lyrics are quite sad and it's like a bit it's always a lot of the songs if not all are quite that that contrast of being like i don't know like a kind of uh emotional lyrics but then like with you know major chords or mm-hmm. vice versa yeah that's that's one of the one of the reasons yeah <laughs> do we have a day yet for the new album we no. do. You, you don't. No. <laughs> Sick burn. That works. No, Sick th- burn. no there's like a no, there's like a, a some sort of some sort of date. Some sort of date. I don't know what it is actually, so I couldn't even tell you. How did I you know guys, what it is? You know what, what? it is? Mm-hmm. Can you share? No. <laughs> How did you guys feel when uh, American Apparel went bankrupt and out of business? They had such an impact <laughs> in your lives. Terrible, <laughs> man. Pretty depressing, man. That was um, terrible. Honestly, the. the, the the thing that get that keeps me up at night is that we didn't. They blew it. We man. did not. <laughs> we did not capitalize on that like, as we should have. We well, they didn't capitalize on it either. And apparently like, not. We, <laughs> yeah. They had no money to give you. Not even a partnership. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not, nothing. We, didn't, so many American apparel underwear signed in that two year period. Not even. <laughs> a, not even a tweet. Nothing. <laughs> 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 That's total like. Oh, we don't you know. know you know. I heard. I heard that they like purposefully. Don't play that song in their stores. Well, they can't. Really? They're closed now. Yeah. Well, now. Well, maybe yeah. they should have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, maybe they should have tweeted. You guys hey, probably well, so much business, though. Too late uh, now. Oh, we know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gone Specifically, now. Men's on you the are the momager back there, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> the pink shirt. Ashton, the momager, Owen. <laughs> Just carry. That's good. You well, need a fanny pack. <laughs> Does the new broken scene still exist? And is it still broken? Um, <laughs> that's a good Did you have that question written down? Uh, well, I wanted to know what is the broken scene, but... Uh, um, <laughs> did I you fix that, the scene yet? What, what I think that was kind of um, what sort of existed with our last record, and that was kind of the the it's basis of... It's still broken. It's always broken. The answer it's is broken, it's always right? going to be broken, and it's always going to be new, aside from... Um, so I think that was kind of our, our concept with the last record, was like... like you know, we had so many fans during that 
first the first album that we released that would come up to us and say like you helped me through like such really bad depression and and stuff like that and then i think i think as we hit the second record we'd been on the road for like what felt like forever and 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 like just working every single day and i think um i think you know it kind of sent us a little crazy as well and it kind of like gave us our own sort of problems that we had to deal with as well and i think by making that second record about like that kind of overarching concept of like of like you know everyone experiences the same sort of like issues as everyone else and and i think like having that sort of sense of community within our fan base was so important for that album and um we special yeah we needed Mm. to feel like they were with us no matter what um so we needed to create an album that you know created a sense of you know it's kind of like a i don't like the word revolution that's kind of gross but (laughs) (laughs) it it, (laughs) dirty word yeah it it just felt like um we needed to solidify what they the fans mean to us and and what we meant to them so Mm. the community you've built is just it's incredible it's remarkable and i've been interacting with them on twitter for the last week or so how they doing I mean, they're incredible oh, human they're, beings, and they're passionate. And they are. Very, I have a lot of questions from them that they want answered. They, very passionate. Okay. Um, you are you them? guys still going to punk jump? Oh. That is from Valen. Yeah, we asked ourselves we, that. We thought about the We had a band meeting a couple weeks ago, and we're like, do we still punk jump? Do we, <laughs> I think we do. I think we punk jump, like... Um, very particularly. Yeah, in, in the songs that we used to punk jump in, I think there'll be a punk jump or two. Seven yeah. years of punk jumping ain't good for your <laughs> What's knees. What's a punk jump? Is it just jumping? Like the... It's not jump, just maybe jump. legs oh, come apart. Legs. I gotcha, I gotcha. Old okay. school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's old school. What well, else you got? This person had a, a whole rundown. I actually took a screenshot, forgot to put their name in it, so sorry about that. Oh. But um, Michael, will your dyed hair ever be seen again? Maybe. <laughs> Ooh. That's mysterious uh, like that. Rooting. Luke's lip ring. No, Ugh. no, I don't. I don't Love think so. Why do we retire that? Um, it just kept falling out, man. It kept, <laughs> it kept falling out, and then it's I was not like, "Good." I feel like it's not good for like eating. It's. It was. I liked it. I liked it a lot, but you know, happens. Well, you know, well, you gotta well. let. You gotta let go. Snake bites next. It, I'd time. look. I'd look too like um, homeless if I had long hair and a lip ring. I think. <laughs> I get it. Well, you Michael's know. eyebrow piercing. <laughs> No, it actually it gave me a lot of a lot of uh, skin problems. Is this bend into like body modification? <laughs> uh, well, um, the next one. What is... about Ashton's dermals? <laughs> no, we have we have Ashton's curls. What? Well, they never. I mean, I don't know. I, I get rid so. of those. I see them. Just curls. If you, if There's they, a big curl at the front. The hair grows out. Uh, How about naturally. Callum's blonde highlights? Oh, that, I want that back. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. You, you look like you regretted that. Oh, come on. What? Did you regret the blonde highlights? I don't oh, know. Should he have? What do you think? No, I think it looks good. <laughs> you seem to have yeah. an opinion. <laughs> I just got a vibe from his face, you know? And how about chocolate milk party? What's that? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. That sounds creepy now. That happens when you drink a lot and you, uh, no, I think, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and a mommy and a daddy. I don't know, that's called delusion. <laughs> uh, that just sounds like something we've said when we were insane. I th- what did you, I think you said it. No, I think it was, it was me. It was that's a chocolate It was a very party. famous internet video, man. I was like, rise to the chocolate milk it's, party. Fa- no. There's that one. There's uh, I want to be in the tribe. That's a big one of there's ours. A, there's a lot. Some good memes. <laughs> good five yeah, stuff. We're, we're a memeable band. I don't, memeable. I don't know when that was said, but I think it was just us. In a dressing room saying it's a chocolate milk party. Well, Ashton, as the momager, like you call yourself, <laughs> mm-hmm. what happened with the wrong, like the tweet with the wrong date? Did you guys see that? Somebody tweeted yeah. out the wrong date. 
Mm. High pressure situations. <laughs> Mistakes. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Or was it planned by us to Ooh. create more hype? Well, I mean, oh. Yeah. It's a great way to cover it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, we exactly. We ain't covering nothing. Mm-hmm. I ain't covering up. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? Come I tweeted it. <laughs> I'll do it again. <laughs> and uh, this is just random. What? Would you guys ever consider launching like a five sauce pasta line? Pasta sauce line. Uh, that is a random question. You know five what? Sauce. You know what has been at? We've been thinking about five five socks. Five, oh. But the the thing is, you only get five, so you got to buy two pairs. Oh, that's funny. Two packets. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> two two packets. Sorry. <laughs> I can't yeah, five plus five is ten. Five sauce. What do you guys think? Is it? No. Five sauce. I mean, that's obviously when we have a bit of spare time. <laughs> <laughs> we got those capital gains. Starting like a nice marinara, yeah. like. Yeah, sure. something we're, to think about, you know. We're a pretty cobby band. Is something to think about. <laughs> Five <laughs> seconds of summer. Woo! I eat your pasta sauce. <laughs> I listen to your music and Thanks, I enjoy man. it. <laughs> I eat yours too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming by. Sounds Thank great. you for having us. This has been Thank fun. You. Deeply appreciated. Want you back as a single. We don't Woo! know when the album's gonna hit. Uh, we mm-hmm. don't even know a name. We know nothing. Nope. But it's, I just thought of something. It's coming. Quick. What? When you guys thought to name it "Want You Back," were you? Did you think about like how there's the Jackson Five? I want you back. Instincts. I want you back. I just went on YouTube because it said there was a bunch of leaked ones, and all of them are trolls. And it's the Jackson Five. There's actually a band, <laughs> a band, like a YouTube band that cover it, and it has our thing, like cover "Not Want You Back," like the Jackson Five one. And Would I was like, that's a genius it? way. To get like views. Look at that. <laughs> That's called clickbait. Oh, you you guys know. It's clickbait. Yeah. <laughs> nice buzzword. <laughs> Just going for it. <laughs> Buzzwords. <laughs> Five seconds of summer. Thanks for spending the time. Oh, Thanks. Guys, Thank you. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.